welcome back to I'd Rather Watch Netflix, a podcast where we have candid conversations about modern dating. I'm Tony. And I'm Nicole. And this week we are going to talk about when we both went on a 30-day cleanse from dating. But first, do you have any update updates from the last yeah, week? Yeah, um, I had a couple people that I was messaging and stuff, but I never ended up meeting them because they acted kind of like crap heads. So I ended up posting the pictures on Instagram, which everyone has kind of seen. But uh, just to recap, kind of tell more story on them. One mm-hmm. of them in the very beginning, uh, we matched on like Tinder, OkCupid, something like that, had started giving uh-huh. me a bunch of compliments to the point where I was getting uncomfortable and I felt like he was putting me on a pedestal, you know, basically just... Not just saying, like, the typical in the beginning where the guy says, like, oh, you're hot or you're gorgeous or whatever, but, like, past Uh that where he's more like, you know, you're so amazing, you're so great, I'm so glad that I matched with you, I can't wait to meet you, like, you know, just over-the-top stuff, like, everything is so sexy about you, I love your eyes, I love your lips, blah, 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 and... I hate when everything is so physical because it feels like they don't really want to get to know you as a person. They're just, like, excited to, like, make out. Yeah, and that's fine that you want to also do that. I'm not saying, like, I want to be able to desire that person, too. But reel that back a bit and, like, also, like, when you find out, like, an interest that I have that you actually think is, like, cool or you also have the same interest, then, like, have a conversation Uh with me about it. Like, let's get into talking about, like, horror movies or like whatever but you know I would I'm much rather find it exciting to like have topic conversations than constantly get text messages about like how amazing you think I am but you, you haven't actually gotten to know me so why am I so amazing like <laughs> and there's there's not really much you can say back to that so the conversation just dies because if somebody just sends you like you are hot thanks you too Maybe. I don't guess you haven't even met each other. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. And it's just like them constantly just feeding your ego, but it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel really uncomfortable and weird. And like, he's going to be too much in person and he's probably going to try and touch me a lot or something, you know? Because like, if he's willing to do that in text, I feel like he's going to be over the top in person too. But I should have canceled and I didn't yet. So he had said he wanted to meet and I was like, fine. Um, So when he started to make plans with me, I said, well, what do you want to do? And he said, I want to go bowling. If you know me, I actually kind of hate bowling. And I understand that's... I fucking love bowling. I understand a lot of people love it, and that's totally cool and fine. Um, But it hurts my wrist. The balls are, like, way too heavy. I'd rather socialize and Mm -hmm. drink. So, and I have to... When you're talking and socializing and having fun, the last thing I want to do is get up and go throw a heavy ball awkwardly down this lane... (laughs) And if you've also seen me bowl, you know that I throw that fucker real hard and it drops and it makes a terrible noise. It doesn't roll properly. I don't know what I'm doing. It just is ridiculous. Plus, I'm always in a dress. Like, it's not fun to bowl in a dress all the time. So either way, I have a lot of things that make me just be like, meh, I don't want to bowl. And to me, if you're on a first meet or date or whatever, I want to have, like, conversation. It's kind of hard to have conversation when one it's one of your turn and there's only two of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's more like a date three, like, activity to me. I don't know, because I the reason I like it on a first date is because sometimes there's awkward silences. Sure. Like if somebody else is awkward, I kind of get awkward for the most part. I'm pretty chatty and I can keep things going. 
But on a few dates, like, I've had people that were, like, awkwardly quiet. And I'm like, shit, what do I do? I have to try to think of something to say. But if you're bowling, you're chatting, you're chatting, then one of you has to walk away. And then if one of you gets a strike or does something good, you can high five. You know what I mean? I like because it... I feel like it takes the pressure off when you're doing an activity on a first date. I see. I think that those are valid points. Um, I'm just not attracted to doing that with you on the first date. Well, but I also don't want to go bowling in general. Even when people pick it for their birthdays, I'm like, fine. I'm just going to go and drink. Like everyone knows I'm just not a fan. And I understand that that's like weird or whatever, but it's just what I'd rather go putt putt golf or something. Oh, me too. Do you remember when I dated that professional bowler and we used to go bowling at his bowling alley all the time? That's so funny. <laughs> okay, back to your yeah, story. No, Sorry. It's, it's fine. That, that's random. But um, so anyway, I basically was trying to be polite and not say that I hated it because I didn't want to be negative. So I just said something like, can we do something more chill? And he's like, what's more chill than yeah. bowling? And I wanted to be like, just sitting next to each other and talking. But at that point, like, I didn't know what else to say. So I just said, sorry, I just don't actually like bowling. He's like, this, so yeah. this person who thought I was the most amazing thing ever had me on a pedestal, made it seem like, you know, he was going to try and like, you know, connect right away, <laughs> turn around and replies, this isn't going to work. Have a great night. And I'm like, oh, wow. What the fuck? I was like, who does that over bowling? And he's like someone who loves something and the other says, fuck that, which I never said, fuck that. I actually just said, can we do something else? Is my least favorite thing ever. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude, it's just bowling. Like you can't see my reply in the Instagram post I did, but it yeah. was, I was like, it's just bowling. And I was like, maybe also you would want to do an activity that both of you would be comfortable with. I'm not super comfortable with bowling because it hurts my hands can only do about one game. It's not very fun to me. I was like, you know, we could do anything else. We could go to an arcade, whatever. I like to go to beer arcades. I like to play games like that. But also assuming that you can go bowling, because he's never met you, assuming that you can bowl, like assuming you can throw the ball, which you said it hurts your hand. He is just assuming that you're completely physically capable of doing a sport on your first date, which is also Yeah, unfair. he doesn't know me. What if I couldn't? What if I broke my wrist before and whatever? You know, like, I just thought that was so intense. But then it, if you think about it, it matched his personality because he went from being one extreme to another. So clearly mm-hmm. there's no gray area with that guy. And at that point, like, obviously I don't want to meet him anyway, but I just thought it was really funny that he like, like, nope, I'm done with you. Get on my face. You hate bowling? I hate he you. He loves bowling more than he yeah, loves women. Yeah, I was like, whoa, freak. <laughs> like, it's just fucking bowling, dude. And because his, like, impression of what I was saying was so extreme and negative, I was like, I never said fuck that. I just said I would prefer to do something else. And then I explained to you why. I shouldn't even have to explain to you why, but I did. Well, sounds like you dodged a bullet. Yeah. Oh, I dodged bowling, Tony. No. <laughs> but then my other dude I was talking to, they're always the ones where, like, you're kind of a little bit apprehensive. And you're like, why didn't I stop this from happening earlier? Like, why didn't the moment I had that apprehension, did I not just cut loss? And I guess... Because I think you like to... Everyone likes to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because I think via text, a lot of things can be misconstrued. Sure. That is definitely true. And I do want to see, that's why I want to kind of meet right away. Cause I have to be able to read someone's tone and you know, things like that. So uh-huh. uh, basically the other person 
seemed normal at first. Like he was texting me back and forth. And then he had made a couple comments about hanging out with his cousin and he would like text me later. So I was like, okay, great. Like he's not going to be something that's going to be like, you know, stress me out about stuff. So, Mm -hmm. and, and I was also out that night anyway. So when I'm out with people, I'm the last thing I'm doing is texting people on dating sites like I, I want to have fun yeah. and stuff I mean sure if I have like a moment and something pops up and I happen to do it but I'm not like constantly on it so this guy and and, and me didn't end up talking till the next morning and then we talked a little bit and then on day three he texted me super early in the morning I was awake but like I don't I didn't really want to talk to anybody because if you text somebody that early in the morning they clearly want to talk so they'll text you back and then you'll have to text them back and then if you don't text them back, then yeah. they wonder why you only texted, replied once, you know? And also they should assume that you're sleeping exactly. that early in the morning and just wait until later. Exactly. I always try, if I, unless I, I always gauge it in the beginning. So I won't text you until like after 10 in the morning. So I assume everyone would mm-hmm. be either awake or at work by 10 in the morning. <clears throat> and it's not that early. So I'll do that. And then once I start to get to like know you more, if I notice like we're texting earlier and earlier, there are some people I've texted like on my way to work at seven thirty in the morning, and we're talking back and forth. And I definitely uh-huh. have some people that I like chat with like that, but um, not on on the weekend. Like that's that morning time is like my completely alone time. Like no one's really bothering me. Everyone's asleep, you know. Yeah, everyone sleeps. Yeah, on the except weekends. me, and I kind of don't like that, but I also kind of do because then I just mm-hmm. get really stoned in my room and I watch all my favorite shows and movies and like go for a walk with my dog and nobody's outside to bother us and it's just great but so he yeah. messages me and I didn't reply so then a couple hours later around 10 o'clock which is a safer number to text somebody he's like I suppose you're out and I'm like out question mark because I was kind of confused like why yeah. would I be out at 10 in the morning and he goes yeah out is a no longer interesting communication I was like I was sleeping it's like you're a bit defensive and intense text to wake up to He's like, text without tone is quite often misleading, which is true. Not defensive, mm-hmm. nor meaning to be intense. But I'm like, you gave me an eye roll emoji. And it, not to sound like immature, but like you used an, like, an emoji that represents an annoyance. Also, like, wait until it's been like a yeah. day of no texting rather than just a exactly. few hours. In the few hours that normal people are sleeping in. I was like, okay, so why assume things? I was like, you text early in the morning. Since I don't respond, your instinct is, isn't that I'm probably asleep? He goes, no. I'm like, no. Who the f- How many fucking people are up at like seven in the morning on a Saturday in the city? You know? And- Does he think that text messages are so important to you that like you leave your phone on while you're asleep and you hear the ding and you immediately wake up and text people I back? I know. It's so weird. So he's like, all right, well, if you prefer not to go by text that has zero tone, Rather, which is weird because a text does have tone, <laughs> just maybe the wrong one. Uh, and rather than talk and be certain, that's your decision. So now he's guilt tripping me, right? And now, now I should feel bad that I'm giving him a hard time. And I was like, you have an eye roll emoji. You made assumptions. He's like, just be honest. I'm not wanting a pen pal. I'm like, nor do I, but I don't think we mix well. So best of luck on your search. Then I blocked him. He doesn't want a pen pal, but he's mad that he didn't exactly. write it back. <laughs> but also, what does pen pals have to do with the fact that you got butt hurt 
that I was sleeping and didn't text you back. He sounds like a total baby. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Um, I'm not really. I'm not really good with like the emotions. You know this. I'm not really good with having feelings or being mushy. Uh, sometimes I can be cutesy with people. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. that many people. It's not that often. Like not like every time when I'm with them either. So it just depends. You know how drunk I am or whatever else, but. Uh, it's yeah. not typical for me to be overly cutesy with people. So the moment that a dude starts acting like a baby, I'm just like, oh, no, I, I can't do needy. I can't give you a lot of attention that you need. Like, I can't do that. It, it instantly freaks me out. Like, I'm not the one for you. No. Because, like, if you're sitting there, like, I, I mean, I get, I'm the kind of person that's the awkward person when someone's crying. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I need to hug you, and I'm I'm going to, but also my body doesn't <laughs> really want to do this. <laughs> and I, I've literally done that thing where you tap somebody on their shoulder lightly, and you're just like, it, they're there. <laughs> tap, tap. Like, my yeah. brain and my body are yeah. in a fight right now, so I'm giving you the yeah. most awkward hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, so those are mostly my updates, because I haven't really been... I mean, there's people I've matched, and you chat a little bit, but then you stop chatting, so I don't really count count any of yeah, that. The fall off always happens. Yeah, pretty much. So tell me about yours. Uh, well, Joe and I finally managed to make a date happen. Holy shit! I know it was, and it was actually really, really fun and nice. It was easy. Like when we were talking, everything was super. I don't know. It was just comfortable right away. And he was funny. We went to this, like, kind of weird bar because we were trying to meet in between uh, our two Mm. neighborhoods. It ended up being, like, a little bit closer to me, but he didn't really complain about it too much. Um, But, yeah, so it was just really nice. We ended up hanging out for a lot of hours. And then he walked me to the train before he got a car home. And we did a little making out. Ooh, was he a good kisser? Yeah, he was a good kisser. He's got a lot of hair, though, so it kind of gets in the way. Like like hair Um, on his head? Yeah, like it's it's. Long, I'm picturing like, like chest hair that creeps all the way up and <laughs> in the way of the mouth. <laughs> uh, he basically looks like Hagrid from. No, I'm kidding. He's just a. He has like a beard and his he has hair down to his shoulders that's a little unruly, so it kind of sometimes gets in the way. But yeah, no, it was really good. And um, then he texted me and said that he had a lot of fun, and you know the thing that we both hate that I was really hot, but it was kind of like. Ah, because I had had such yeah. a nice time and, you know, it was cute. It's cute when you like someone, I guess, after you've met. Uh, so then I've been out of town for a while. And um, when I came back, we went on a second date. And the second, our second date was last night. So last night we went on our second date and the conversation did not flow as well as the first time. And he seemed really nervous Mm. and kind of awkward. And there were a lot of, sometimes there were like a lot of weird silences, but luckily the bartender was really fun and he kept coming over and talk to us, talking to us about bands and it kind of like kept things going. And then I would try to like keep things going, but he, he seemed like nervous or out of it or something. It was still nice. I still had a really fun time. And then we left the bar and it was kind of close to his house and on the way to the train. So he was just like, do you want to walk me home? Which I thought was kind of adorable. You walked um, him cause home? The, <laughs> yeah. Because I was on my way. Well, it's on the way to the train, but I ended up just taking a car from his house anyway. So we went to his house. Like he invited me up for a drink. Uh, I didn't end up drinking anything because all he had was liquor with no Ooh. mixers. And that's not really my... Yeah. 
I mean, there are some girls that just can enjoy a glass of whiskey on the rocks. I unfortunately am not one of them. I need everything to taste like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so we went up and he was playing records and we were looking at his books and talking about books. And it was so then all of a sudden it was like really nice and comfortable again, um, just because I guess there were just like things that were visually stimulating us and like making the conversation flow a little better because you know it's easier if there's like you like oh I I love that book and then Uh we can talk about the book or whatever or band I was really nosy and looking at all the cool artwork in his house so I tell him that it's getting late and I should probably go home because he has to work in the morning and he was like do you want to make out first and then I was like heck yes so we start making out and we're on the couch but we're kind of we're sitting next to each other on the couch, kind of <laughs> trying to make out and like, like hold each other, you know, and like rub each other. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know. Like kick, kick started, but not sure how. Exactly. And you have that one arm that's like, both of you have that one arm that's kind of pressed up against the couch. And it's like weird. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is like, what are we doing? So um, finally, he was just like, I'm sorry, this couch isn't very good to make out on. And, you know, the hoe that I am, I was like, well, do you want to go make out in your bed? And he was like, yeah, let's go. So we get in his room and um, I take my shoes off because I don't want to like put my shoes in his bed. And he was like, well, do you just want to stay the night? And I was like, yeah, is that okay with you? And he's like, totally. So he like turns off the light and we're just like laying in bed and we're making out and we start to fool around a little bit and then we're making out again. And I could tell that he's getting tired because he just seems like he's like slowing down a little bit. Sure. And so I stop and I ask him, I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, everything's okay. Are you okay? And I was, I was like, yeah, everything's great. And so then we're making out again and I can feel him start to fall asleep while we're making out. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. So I just kind of stop kissing him and I like give him a kiss on the forehead and I just kind of like rub his hair until I can feel him like completely fall asleep. That's so funny. And then I just like cuddled up next to him and, and I fell asleep and I don't necessarily know that he remembers that it happened but it was like really funny and sweet and then we slept in the bed together and we were like cuddling for the first part but then I kind of rolled over because my arm fell asleep and then for the rest of the night there was like a lot of space between us in the bed which made me feel awkward yeah because I'm normally a cuddler but I didn't know if he Mm. was a cuddler and I didn't want to just yeah you don't want to do that thing where you're like I'm latching on to you we just met exactly it was it's only our second date and I didn't want to be like all clingy on him or whatever so I kind of stayed on my side of the bed but then I didn't know if like he thought I was being standoffish and so I'm like great now we're both being weird that Uh, is like such a thing I I like for you know like that is such a thing to have to deal with like yeah because you like when you first start sleeping in the bed like sleeping over at each other's house you're like do we touch each other a lot or don't we? Well, generally, like when it happens, I'm usually like a little drunker than I was last night. So I'm like, whatever, I'm doing whatever I want, you know? And then yeah. I just like cuddle. And if they don't want to cuddle, usually they just wait till I fall asleep and roll away. But because he fell asleep first, I just kind of went in for the you cuddle. Don't be the, you don't want to be the creep. Well, I did like, cause I was like, we were like, <laughs> we were kind of like embracing as he fell asleep. So I could just like lay my head kind of on his shoulder and then we went to sleep. But, um, yeah, like, throughout the night, it just, like, we weren't really touching each other. And then I was like, okay. But then I had to wake up to let, you know, to come home and take care of the dog. And so I could tell he was, like, awake a little bit. And I was just like, hey, I got to go home and take care of the dog. And he's like, okay, I totally understand. And then he, like, grabbed me and, like, gave me, like, a big hug and kiss. And I was like, okay, well, that's, like, a good end. Because yeah. I also, like, wasn't sure if 
he remembered that he fell asleep while we were making out and that's why he was awkward <laughs> and not cuddling me or if like maybe you know like he kind of saw me in my t-shirt and underwear and maybe he didn't like what he saw and so he was being standoffish you know like I don't know like there are a lot of things that kind of like went through my I head. I think I think you were definitely overthinking it. Probably to yeah me, but I mean. To me it sounds like the dude just was tired and probably not either he's not really a super into cuddling or he never was really awake enough to bother to like pull you back over. I think that's what it was. And also I think he was a little drunker than me because he did have a glass of whiskey when we got back to the house and I didn't. And the mm. bartender had bought us two shots at the bar and we'd each had like six beers or something. So um, I think that probably that last glass of whiskey like finally kicked in and that's what made him fall asleep, which was adorable. Like I'm not at all offended that he fell asleep while we were making out. I think it's hilarious and cute. Um, so then I go home and he doesn't really text me all day. And I'm like, oh, God, he hates me. That's why we didn't cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain is yeah. like instant, like, <laughs> it's, like worst case scenario. Yeah, I guess it's just hard not knowing. And because there was a little bit like the when we were at the bar and there was that little bit of awkwardness there uh, on the second date, it, I think that's why I was like second guessing things. Because, like, the first date was, like, so comfortable and the second date was just a little off or something. But we he sure. could have just been having an off day or thinking about work or whatever, you know. I'm just – I overthink everything all the time. But then I just texted him and I was just like, hey, uh, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're not too tired. And then he just, like, started texting me back right away and we had really good banter. So I think everything is fine. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. And also, like, the same thing happens in other people's heads, too, you know? So he could have been like, oh, I don't want to seem too much, so I'm going to, you know, not talk to her right away. Or yeah, don't want to freak her out if she's rolled over, so I'm not going to touch her. Like, also, I he could also be having similar thoughts. Yeah, I think he's kind of shy, too, because once, like, he invited me up to his apartment, and I said yes. So I assumed that that was an uh, open indication that I definitely wanted to make out again. But we, we walked around his apartment for a good 45 minutes before he asked if I wanted to make out with him. And I could tell that he was, like, wanting to. 45 minutes? Yeah. Where we were just like, wow. We were looking at books and we were talking about books and we were talking about records. And he was, like, changing the records. And I was looking at the art on I his wall. I don't think I've ever had any guy had me come into their home and, for, and took 45 minutes to make a move. Yeah. I think he's just, like, I, I think that he was just, like, a little That's nervous, too. That's kind of cute, though. Yeah. So, I had a really nice first and second date with Joe, so yay! Yeah, those are I. Those are all my updates. And he seems polite, and that's a huge nice thing. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that he's just maybe like a little awkward in the same ways that I'm a little awkward, and it's it's making it, it <laughs> like doubly awkward. That's great. But yeah, so yeah, those are my updates. Um, yay! So we told you guys that today's episode was going to be about uh, Nicole and I did a 30 day cleanse, essentially where we didn't talk to anyone on dating sites. We didn't flirt with anyone in person or previous, you know, partners. Uh, we tried to stay away from people that we knew would be bad for us or people that might lure us into past bad behaviors. Temp temptation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, if guys did text us, they, you know, we gave them you know, very non-flirty, like, one-word responses just to kind of, like, not necessarily to blow them off, but just because we needed 30 days for some headspace. Um, Nicole, do you want to talk about your experience on the 30-day cleanse first? 
Well, mine had a rough, well, mine came from a rough start. The reason why I agreed to do this with you, I don't know if you remember, but I dated that guy for like three months or whatever the time span was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just to quick throw that story in and to understand like why I was really like doing this was because we had dated for a few months and he was, we always hung out and always had like fun together, but he never like would do stuff like outside of what our typical was, which was hang out at my house, go get dinner, hang out at my house. So after a little while or whatever, like we talked about it and he was just like, yeah, I, I want to be like boyfriend, girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, I guess. So, um, how soon did that happen? I want to say like a month and a half, maybe two months in. Oh, that's like a reasonable amount of time. Makes sense. Well, because we talked about it before, but I was like, let's just wait. Let's just see how this unfolds. Yeah. So, um, we, I mean, we would have fun, but like also things were a little weird with him and I couldn't quite figure out like what was going on. Well, what was weird? And, uh, I can't really explain it, but like he could only hang out. Like one of them was he could only hang out with certain times and certain days and not like during work normal time, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, those are just my days. And I'm like, okay, it's weird. Everyone needs a little me time. Yeah, but it was always the same. It was too structured. Like he would only hang out with me, you know, from like 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. on a Sunday. Was he married? And Did you check for tan, like ring tan lines on his finger? I didn't have any evidence of anything. Hmm. So I just had a gut feeling that something was off. And then out of nowhere, he straight, well, he tried to tell me that he loved me. And I was just like, that's a little intense. I think we don't know each other well enough for that. How far um, into it was that? That was three, three months. Okay. And I don't be based. And I'm not saying that other people saying it to each other is, is not practical, but for me and in that situation with this particular person, yeah. I thought it was way too soon. Well, everyone has I didn't their think, own time frame. Yeah. I didn't think that we hung out long enough or had um, uh, a variety of things happen to us mm -hmm. to be able to like spark when someone is pissed off or, you know, when someone's stressed out uh -huh. um, or someone's sad. Like you got to be able to see everybody in their emotions and deal with them on their worst days to know if you like truly love them. And also be selfless, as far as I'm concerned. Totally. And I didn't really feel like he was fully selfless. So I felt like he wanted to love. He wanted the love, but it wasn't actually there. Okay. So he said it to me, and I was just like, I think we should wait on that. <laughs> like, let's not do that. And um, then it ended up happening where uh, we had a day where we spent literally all day together. And we didn't have, like, any altercations or any negativity at all. Mm -hmm. And the next day he said he was starting to not feel good. He was going to get sick or whatever. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. And then the day after, I checked in on him. I mean, we texted throughout the day or whatever. I'm just mentioning that he was sick because I thought the reason why he wasn't really texting me the following day is that maybe he was too sick and he was sleeping a lot. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So... Um, I wasn't really hearing back from him. And then on the third day into, so this would have been a Wednesday because we hung out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. He, I could tell that my messages weren't going through. And when we both had iPhones 
And so he never has the, the, you know, the, the read notification on, Mm -hmm. um, but he did, it's different when someone blocks you, it doesn't say delivered. It says something else. I, I don't remember what it says, but there's a different word at the bottom of your text, uh, that doesn't, it's not the same versus, um, if they blocked you or not. Interesting. I and, didn't even know that. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. I can't remember the actual terminology, but I've noticed that it's, it's a thing. So he clearly blocked me, but I'm confused at this point. And he also worked for like this weird church. Um, so I thought maybe like something happened. Cause he said like he was having some problems like working there because there was some, you know, altercations with the structures and their policies and stuff, which I get, mm-hmm. you know, totally. and I was just like, well, maybe something happened with that. And then I'm thinking, what if this place, like my head was going crazy at this point because it, but by now it's been like Friday or Saturday and I haven't heard from him and I can tell him block. So I'm like kind of freaking out and, uh, I'm getting a little concerned and I knew that the place he worked for was a little weird. So my brain instantly was like, what if there's some crazy cult that kidnapped him? You know, <laughs> because like, I didn't know what to think and yeah, no. it was super weird. So I, I remember telling you about it and then you signed in on your social media and found him and I yeah, was I didn't blocked. know that you thought he was in a cult. Yeah. 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 I, I just thought he was in a cult because it was so weird and I didn't know. I don't know. I just, my brain was doing weird stuff. So he basically disappeared for two weeks and you saw him on social media and I couldn't reach him. And I was like, all right, well, that's really fucking weird because we literally spent all day together. You're telling me that you love me. You're telling me you want to be my boyfriend. And then, which is a little, and you know, like I said, a little red flaggy, but then out of mm-hmm. nowhere, you just fucking disappear and block me and everything. So like, that's so strange. Well, he came back around two weeks later and then said to me, some bullshit story about how that, you know, church had basically was trying to ruin his life and he needed to go underground and low key and yada, yada, yada. And I said, stop. No, this sounds like he's yeah. married and he like went on vacation yeah. with his wife like, or something. fucking lying to me and tell me the truth. And he was like, well, I started seeing somebody else. And I was like, so you've been fucking somebody for this last two weeks? And he's like, yeah. I was like, then why the fuck are you back here? He's like, well... Why didn't he just be like, I want to break up yeah. like a normal person instead of just blocking you well, on everything? Like, what a terrible yeah. thing to so do. He tells me on that Sunday that we hung out, he had such a great time. It freaked him out. And he thought, this is a girl I want to marry, but I'm not ready for marriage. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to marry you. Like, Why did you assume that without even talking to me? So he claims oh that goodness. his emotions were so intense that it freaked him out. And so he had to go fuck somebody that didn't matter. And then he realized he did need to be with me because I was going to make his life better. And I was like, ew, no, go away. So he says all this and then he tells me, but don't worry, I blocked her too. And I'm like, so you just go around blocking all kinds of bitches? You just fuck a bunch of bitches and you block them? Like, what kind of fucking shit is this? God, dude. Did he at least have the courtesy to tell her why he blocked her? I have, or did he just I have no block idea. Her like he blocked believe you. anything out of that dude's mouth anyway. And at this point, like, I am so, like, appalled by him. I don't want anything to do with him. And he's like, I want to make it up to you. I want to make it up to you. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no making that up. No. You psycho. And then he, I came, I was in a work meeting. I came back to like 50 to 60 messages from him with the roller coaster oh of emotion where I hope you're having a great day to, oh, is everything okay? I'm so worried about you too. I fucking hate you. You fat bitch. I shouldn't, I should like, I should have stayed with the other girl. You, you know, fat and ugly and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whatever, dude. 
there's nothing you can say to me that's going to affect me because you're nuts and you're the one that keeps calling back to me. So if you want to all of a sudden think out of nowhere that I'm like some fat bitch, fine, whatever gets you to fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, he's the one who wanted to marry someone who he thinks yeah, is a fat exactly. bitch. So I basically blocked him at that point. And oh, oh, here's the crazy part. And this is the part that really like kind of set it off for me and made me think when you suggested this, that yes, I need to do this. Because he was telling me that I um, was being too negative and mean to him over this whole occasion. And I should just forgive him because he was a product of um, in, uh, infidelity because his mother cheated on his father. And that's how he was created. And even though his father took care of him, he was never his, his father's son. And I was like, wait, you're blaming you doing this on what your mom did, like, to conceive you? That's not how those things work. Like, holy shit, I hate this guy. He needs to take responsibility so for his insane. own actions. And then I basically said that to him, and I was laying into him and telling him, like, you, you need to, like, grow up. And he, like, tried to tell me I don't know what hardship's like. And I was like, I, we don't even really know each other that well. So how do you know that I don't know that? And he's like, yeah, we'll try watching both your parents die and your brother die and then laugh about it. And I was like, um... Why would you laugh like, about okay, it? Okay, you're fucking nuts. And and then I just had to block him from everything, obviously, after that point. But then you came oh, out of nowhere Jesus. and was like, do you want to do this 30-day cleanse? I was like, fuck yes, I do. That was the most like emotional turmoil from some random dude I only knew from three months <laughs> that you could put somebody through. I was like, not only did you like, you know, block me for two weeks, but then you came back all crazy and make comments about laughing that your family died. Like, I don't, I can't process that and I don't want to, and you're clearly a nut job. So I just was like, yeah, I need to do this 30 day cleanse. Um, and for me, because of all of that was going on, it was like a, mm -hmm. like a nice fresh restart because obviously I was harboring yeah. a lot of negative feelings and I didn't want to date people mm -hmm. when I just went through that. And, you know, I needed like that cleanse to like reset myself and like. Get, get it so that my focus wasn't just about them. It was about me. Um, yeah. And it actually, to me, relieved a lot of my stress. Because I noticed that when you're, like, on dating sites, you're constantly getting, like, I don't know if it's the same for you, but when you're on them. But for me, what a lot of happening is, like, you go through one night because you don't have a ton that you're doing. Or maybe you're watching some show you've watched before. And you're going and you're just, like, swiping through these profiles and reading through them. And you're, like, going through them. And then you match a couple people maybe throughout the week because you did this. And then you're talking. And the next thing you know, you went from, like, one guy you were chatting to, like, six dudes. And it's a little overwhelming. And I don't – it's hard. I don't – can't invest into all of them the same quality, obviously. Um, yeah. But you also have to, like, check them all out because what if some aren't really that cool and you're going to miss out on someone who is? So, like – I just feel like I got to the point where I didn't even realize how much time I was investing in all of this. Yeah. Um, so I try and reel it back now a lot more, you know, so where like, if I do match somebody, I just stop there and like, I either decide to chat them or I, I unmatch them at that point if I don't want to, um, because I might as well talk to you if I'm going to match with you. Now, granted, a lot of dudes swipe right on chicks, like everybody, but if I don't hear from you within the day, then I just unmatch you. Yeah, like I just assume either you're not on the site site enough or you're not actually that interested 
So, you know, let's just not waste my time. But I felt like having that huge thing like lifted off of me, I had more time to do other stuff that I didn't realize I was Mm -hmm. spending on it. I felt like it removed a lot of my negativity I was feeling towards dudes at the time and dating. Um, Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked telling everyone to fuck off when they were trying to compliment me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, don't care. Or they'd be like, I really want to meet you. When am I going to meet you? I'm like, sorry, no, no dude cleanse. Well, how long is it going to last? I don't know. Maybe forever. <laughs> did you, did you feel good at the I end felt of it? Great. Like, did you feel I like felt refreshed? Great, and I almost didn't even want to go back to talking to dudes right away. Like at first in the very beginning, it was a little hard. I'm not going to lie. It was a little hard to like break the habit of doing it. And then like wanting the attention, you know, cause some nights you just want to be able to talk to like a dude and get some attention. And um, I realized, like, after all of that, you know, like, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't desiring it. And it's actually helped me with this, when I got back into the dating and going out and stuff, it actually helped me a lot be slower and more cautious um, Mm -hmm. and, like, tread tread lighter and put up with less bullshit. Because I'm like, you know what? I just proved to myself that, like, I don't need this. So if you're yeah. going to be super cool, then, like, yeah, let's hang out. But if at any point you just act negative or douchey or w- weird or whatever, I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> there's, like, yeah, there's, A like, 7 block. billion people in the world. Like, there's got to be cooler people than you. <laughs> well, that's good. It sounds like you had a really positive experience. With I think it definitely whenever you're – I think it should be recommended whenever you're feeling – like it's too heavy right like things are just too you had too many bad dates in a row or you had a bad breakup or something like obviously with breakups you definitely need more time but if it wasn't like a like mine mine was only three months so that wasn't like anything serious if you have like those shorter breakups you could just do that 30 day and reset yourself just focus on your friends and your family totally did you did you cheat at all in the cleanse or were you very good about only never talking to any dudes and I, no hooking up and no kissing I and no flirting? Well, I feel like I might have cheated with uh, our Australian friend. I'm not going to say his name. But but only because oh. we don't talk very often. And when we do, it, because of the time zone difference, it's very few and far between messages. So I feel like I probably uh-huh. did reply a little not as cold as we were supposed to. Um, but I can't a hundred percent remember, but I feel like he was the only one that I would have with just because I don't want to miss an opportunity when it's few and far between. And like, yeah, it's just innocent fun with us anyway. Like he lives in Australia, but he could come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you know him and you know how he is. And we've been doing yeah, that yeah. for years. God, when did I meet him? When we were on that forum. Yeah. Like year, like so many years ago. Yeah. Um, well, good. I'm glad that you had such a positive experience and you recommend it to, to all the ladies that are fed up with the fellas. Well, I guess we can recommend it to fellas. You know, that are you know what was also, also interesting, though, or... I was just thinking about is, and I don't know why if this is a correlation, but I felt like I was masturbating less, too. Like, I wasn't super sexual and, like, driven. Oh, I definitely did it more. I don't know. It was almost like I just... It was almost like I took a sex break. I mean, I, I did do oh. it, but it wasn't like some days. There's some definitely some days where like it ne- like normally like I'll do it too many times in a day, you know. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> is all am I gonna do all day? 
But then I can't help it because like every other show, I'm like, I gotta do this again. <laughs> I get that. You're like, why do I need yeah. to masturbate so much? What is this? So sometimes yeah. I have that, but I didn't have one of those days during that cleanse either. It oh, was very well, that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting to not be fo- so like focused you, on sex in general. It's like when you stop eating sugar and then you don't yeah. crave sugar. I mean, anymore. I don't want to actually compare it to fully that because I'd be pretty sad if I didn't have sex <laughs> or sugar. But yes, but yes. Yeah. <sighs> what was it like for you? Um, I would say it was also pretty positive. Well, the reason that I started it was because I had had there was this guy that I had been seeing for on and off for a little over a year. Um, I won't say his name here, but we'll probably address him on a certain episode on, on an episode at some point. Um, and he basically keeps pulling me back in and then flaking in the same ways that he always flakes. And I was feeling very stupid for falling sure. for it again. But when we first started dating, it was so nice and everything was really good. And then once it got bad, it seemed like it just like kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I just kept going back to it. Yeah. I hate and when then, you're always like forgiving them and you're like, why am I doing this? They're not changing. Yeah. He just, he just like was continuously letting me down and I was always upset about it. And I'm, I feel bad because like my friend, uh, one of my friends, Shauna, um, I talked to her and her husband about guys a lot. Cause we see each other like once a week and I like give them little updates and usually they're like around at bars and stuff when I meet people. And so they, they've known this whole saga sure. and they're, you know, they're very upset with him. And so I was upset about that. And then there's this guy who is kind of, I guess, my sex friend. <laughs> um, and my he, sex friend. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who I'm like, I guess I'm, I'm all right friends with. And we sometimes, get drunk and have sex with each other and it's really fun and it's really chill and it's awesome but he used to hook up with a mutual friend of ours and but when he and I started hooking up it had been like a really 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 long time and so then he ended up sleeping with her and then I was just like you know what like she and I are friends like I don't want you know I don't want any of this like weird drama so we shouldn't do this anymore and so we didn't for a while and then we did it again and we started it up again. And then at this point, we had been doing it like pretty consistently for about eight months. And then he did it again. And the thing is, like, she is telling me this. And she doesn't and I'm know. Like, Ugh. And she doesn't know because I didn't think that they were a thing anymore. So I didn't think it was like necessary to tell her and it just never come up. But also, like, I don't want when she's like gushing about something. I also don't want to be like, well, guess what? I <laughs> fucked him the day before. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems it just seems like yeah, a shitty thing to it. do. And he had. And he already knew my feelings. He is not my property. He's not my boyfriend. It's none of my business who he has sex with. But I'm not going to have sex with someone who is also having sex with a friend. And so that's basically what I told him. I was like, I don't care who you have sex with. If you want to have sex with her, that's great. But we're just not going to have sex anymore. We can still be friends. But, like, I just don't need this kind of drama in my life. And he's like, oh, it was just a one-time thing. Like, we were really drunk, blah, 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 whatever. So then he did it again, and she told me about it again. And that was right before the 30-day cleanse. And I was like, this motherfucker, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be your mom. If you want to have sex with her, then fucking have sex with her and just be like, Tony, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, cool. That's awesome. High five. We're still bros. You know? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get mad about it unless you're, like, lying to me. And, like, it feels like you're being deceitful and, and 
and we're friends first and foremost. So it just kind of sucked. And then it just like hurt my feelings a little bit because I was with him that night and then I left and then he went and had sex with her. And I'm like, well, why didn't we just fuck? Like we do it all the time. Like what's the difference? So I don't know. And I was just like already in a weird headspace and it just kind of like hurt my feelings and it shouldn't have. And then I was like, shit, like I'm getting too attached to my sex friend because every other man is letting me down, I guess. And so then I was just like, this fucking sucks. So Shauna was like, well, maybe you just need to take a break from men. And I was like, what? That sounds crazy and hard and, and not fun. That's when I texted you and I was like, hey, everything sucks with you. Everything sucks with me. Let's just tell everyone to fuck <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, and we, I did. Like, it was so easy. Like, I deleted all the dating apps. Like, I stopped hanging out with my sex friend. Like, I didn't tell him. Like, you said that you had told people. I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it. Like, the the men, anyway. I just kind of stopped doing anything that I thought would make me, you know, I stopped hanging out with my sex friend as much. And when we were hanging out, I, you know, would leave early. So that way he wouldn't be like, hey, let's Mm -hmm. go home together or whatever, you know. Or if he would be like, hey, he would like text me, you know, like you up text late at night. I just like, no, (laughs) No, I'm not. not. Or I would ignore it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm sleeping. Um, So I had, it was kind of hard for me at first because I am a needy person and I like need I need like touch I need affection and so it's really hard for me to not have it and so when I'm like not getting it from anywhere and I'm because I'm pushing it away I felt like it was really hard like my brain was like having a fight with itself like no you don't (laughs) want to text this person because he's a piece of shit but also like I kind of want him to send me like funny memes about how my butt's cute (laughs) you know like so it was really hard for me. And then about about halfway through, I went out to this wrestling show and got super trashed with my friends, Johnny and Shauna, who I already mentioned. And I ended up going home with this uh, middle school teacher that I met at the wrestling show. And he was very nice. And we hooked up. And then the next day, like, I left. And I left without giving my phone number or anything. So I knew like nothing would come of it, but I definitely slipped up. But because I slipped up, I added an extra week on, even though everyone is like, Tony, you failed your 30 day thing. But I think that by adding an extra week, it makes up for that day plus some. Um, so yeah, I, so I didn't well, do the, the point, full 30 days. The point of it though is idiot. to get your, you know, get your head right. So if, if you do slip yeah. up but and the end goal was you still, you know, got something from it and you still took time for Tony, then I don't really see that being like a negative thing or that you failed. Yeah, I still like I made more time for my friends. And like when I felt like I wanted to text a boy, I would text one of my friends instead. And I would like take myself on dates, you know, and like just go out and do something that I wanted to do or buy something that I wanted to buy. Um, so that part of it was really nice. It just so happens that when I'm drunk, I really like affection and this guy was just throwing it at me and I was like, Oh, you're (laughs) tall and cute and a teacher. Uh, so yeah, but I didn't get his number. So I like cut it off like pretty straight away. And I think he was fine with that. And then I added crying the next day on to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he was fine. And then Right away. So the end of the 30 day cleanse happened right before I was going to Vegas. And it was right before I was about to see the boy who'd hurt my feelings that started the cleanse. 
And so I had a lot of anxiety going into that. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just like extend it through when I'm in Vegas. That way I don't have to worry about it. But then I kind of the day, the night before Vegas, I was packing and the sex friend was like, what are you doing? Do you want me to bring over some beer? I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. You're like, fine. And it was, it was literally the day after the <laughs> cleanse ended. And he, like, I totally broke down because he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, packing for my trip. And he's like, oh, do you need help? I'll bring beer. And then I was like, mm, yes. So I'm still <laughs> weak and I still have the same sex friend. But he apologized and said that it was a mistake and that he would never do it again and he seemed sincere about it I mean but it's still none of my business who he has sex with so if it happens again I know that just I gotta stop eventually, <laughs> eventually. so uh, <laughs> eventually and also I'm falling back into the same patterns in that the boy who started the cleanse I'm going to see next weekend <laughs> at an event <laughs> I'm an idiot. Maybe you need a 365 day like, cleanse, but I think you would explode. Yeah, no, you'd I need, become a, a, you'd, I need a brain just be like, okay, is I what need I a female. Need. I'm just going to have to switch to female. I need someone to come cuddle me so bad right now. Well, he seemed like, whatever. He saw me in Vegas and he felt really bad because I wasn't talking to him and I was ignoring him. And I saw him kissing a girl and I cried. And then I was like, fuck this dude. And I blocked him on everything. And then he saw I blocked him on everything. So then he got sadder. And he said he was just making out with a girl because he was I'm so, so sad. I'm so sad that, like, I'm making out with I somebody wouldn't... else. What kind of fucking statement is it? Well, it was like some, it was some girl who's had a crush on him for a long time. And I guess she was throwing it at him and he was drunk. Whatever. It's not an excuse. But also, I was ignoring him. So I can't be mad that he's making out with someone when I'm ignoring his texts. Like, he tried to reach out to me and be friendly and tried to give me a Bud Light Lime. And I yeah, he can do whatever he wants. But also, so- it's just, like, weird knowing that you're also at the same event. That he'd be doing those things, you know, knowing that you could see. I felt like he should have tried harder to talk to me in person yeah. rather than just through text. And so, when I saw him make out with that girl, I was like, this <laughs> fucking asshole, you know? And I, like, <laughs> I blocked him at everything. And I remember I you drank texting a bottle me about of champagne this. And, like... <laughs> Yeah, and I, like, danced my ass off, and, like, it worked, and I I felt better the next day, but then after we got back, he wrote me a four-page letter. Is he letter. still sending he you flowers every week? Flowers. Yeah, he sends me flowers every week since April, and he sent me a pizza when I uh, was let go of my job recently. He sent me a pizza to make me feel better. He sent me a birthday gift, and now he's, like, flying across the country to see me to apologize in person i guess well, so fucking better. we'll see how it goes maybe when i get back next week if i'm crying you'll know that he's he's back to his old tricks uh, again and i am still an well idiot. i hope for your sake that he doesn't fuck this up but even if he doesn't i would still be cautious because yeah you're gonna have to outweigh the number of times I'm where trying. you weren't shitty when you compared to when you were yeah, but I feel like this is the most he's ever tried, and I really gave him no reason to keep trying. Like, I was being, a, like, a huge bitch to him. I mean, he deserved it, but if he was going to flake, he probably would have by now, I feel, but I don't know. I'm <laughs> Clearly, I'm an idiot, so you I shouldn't trust my head instincts. The, but, um, you have the tendency to, like, think the best in, in people, um, where I'm the opposite. I instantly think that you're, you know, probably a fuckwad. You know, show me you're not. And you're more like... He is a fuckwad. You're not a fuckwad. Oh, you are a fuckwad. I was like, oh, you're just having a hard time. 
And then I'm like, no, he's, he's a piece of shit. I'm wrong. I'm just you like, yeah, right. this guy probably wrong. is a piece but, of shit. But back to the 30-day cleanse, I did really enjoy it. I felt good after. Um, and I did feel, like, a little refreshed. Even though I did go right back to my sex friend, like, I feel like things are better with him. And I feel better and smarter about online dating also. Like, I liked that I wasn't just like you. I liked that I wasn't, like, going through dating sites putting all my energy into, you know, these things I got to, it gave me a chance to put energy into my friends, which I feel like is more important. And now I try to make sure that I still do that um, rather than it just being like boys, 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 but I am so boy crazy. (laughs) It's really hard for me not to be boys, boys, boys all the time. I just don't know. I've just been this way my whole life, but I do. I recommend um, boys and girls and, you know, everyone everyone to try it um whenever you're feeling down about dating um because it it yeah. made me feel better no, i definitely agree to that because i think you need to be able to like just not focus on it so much anymore you know just do other things and have more fun and you know distract yourself with the things that actually are more important you know because a lot of this too is weeding through a bunch of people to find a gem you know and that is a lot, yeah. that's a lot of energy spent and that's exhausting. It's tiring having to reintroduce yourself to people and, you know, talk about yourself and learn about them and re- remember like who said what. Yeah. Like remembering names and stories and like whose yeah, sister's like, name is what. Like, oh, remember it's... when I told you this? I'm like, what? No. And you're like, oh, just kidding. It must've been my friend I told. Because <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs> all right well i think i think that's all the time that we have for today um i hope everyone enjoyed uh hearing about our 30-day cleanse and i hope if you're feeling frustrated with dating that you'll try it um yeah so if you want to send us an email and maybe let us know if you've done a 30-day cleanse if you liked it if you didn't like it if you have a dating story that you want to tell us uh definitely get in touch you can email us at i'd rather watch netflix at gmail.com you can find us on Instagram at I'd rather Netflix and you can tweet <laughs> your nonsense to us at I'd rather Netflix on Twitter. I think those are all of our, that's yeah, all of our so. social medias, right? <laughs> I finally nailed it. That'll be like the one and only episode you do. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I shouldn't jinx myself. Anyway. Yeah. Um, talk to us. We like to hear your stories. Um, yeah. We've been good, getting some bad, coming in ugly. too. We'll, we'll have to start sharing some of uh the the best ones yeah totally we have we have like a someone sent us like a voice recording that's great if you want to like tell us a story we'll play it on air because it's i think it's going to be really funny um yeah email us we have it's adorable that we also have people like asking us advice about like we have dudes asking us like what we think about a certain situation (laughs) uh we're not experts uh but we can tell you how we would feel in that situation advice Um, givers that's fine yeah, but please know that we are not dating experts. We're <laughs> Otherwise clearly we not dating podcast. experts. Uh, but we're happy to talk to you if you feel frustrated. Yeah, you can, so like, subscribe, review, and all of those things. All, all right, right, well, we'll talk to you bye. next week. Bye.